everyone. Welcome to The Funnel, an e-commerce podcast. I'm Shannon Keneally, Media Marketing Specialist at Blue Acorn ICI. Each episode, I interview e-commerce experts to discuss the latest trends and topics that matter most to the brand and retail professionals. Today, we have with us Jeff Roth. He's the VP of Strategic Alliances at Avalora. Hi, Jeff. Welcome. Hi, Shannon. How you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Avalara? Of course. Um, well, I have uh, been doing business with Avalara since uh, probably 2007 as a business partner. I've been at Avalara close to a year and a half. And prior to that, I ran a large partner, uh, mainly in the ERP space. Uh, we did some e-commerce, but mostly ERP, Sage, and NetSuite. And I stepped down from that CEO position about three years, three months ago. And shortly thereafter, I started getting phone calls from my friends at Avalara. They were reorganizing their sales team. There were some new leaders. Some of the people who had known me for a long time encouraged me to meet with uh, Greg Stivers, who is now the senior VP of sales. I talked to him. Greg's a great great leader, not a lot of background on the channel side. So uh, we talked and we decided it was a good fit. And here I am at Avalara running uh, the various strategic alliance teams, which include all of our e-com SIs and partners. So did you have any tax experience before this? Well, I am a CPA, you know, by, by education and training. So I spent a little bit of time prior to my software career in public accounting um, and in businesses that I've run, you know, I just have the same experience that most business owners have in the drudgery and, and the annoyance that comes with dealing with sales tax filings and record keeping. And that was obviously all before uh, the Wayfair decision. Right. So before we hop into more of the, the Wayfair and all the different um, aspects of tax compliance, what do you think is the most important thing that e-commerce sellers should know about Avalara? So I think they should know that Avalara is in the thick of it. You know, we are one of the major players in sales tax automation and compliance. Uh, we have over 700 pre-built connectors, many of them are connected with the various e-com platforms that the sellers are, are all utilizing. And so that makes the process shorter, simpler, easier for uh, a merchant to get live on, on our product. And we are, we are really staying on top of, of all the changes um, that each one of the states are, are publishing. And we do a great job of consolidating that information and sharing it with our prospects and customers. What are some of the pitfalls you see with e-commerce businesses when it comes to tax compliance? So what I see is that all, all of the, uh, the e-com sellers are focused on their business. They are concerned with their model, their products, their services, their website, their customers, their employees, their technology, everything that they need to worry about is what they're worrying about. And all of a sudden, the, the laws change and they are finding themselves forcibly, uh, whether it's from their own doing or from media or from their accountants, they are, they are put in a position where they need to act. And they 
don't by nature think about, you know, sales tax compliance, you know, uh, normally when they get up every day. So I think what I see is often this is done after the fact. It's done in response to perhaps uh, an unfortunate sales tax audit. It's done because the person that they had doing this manually all of a sudden doesn't work at their company anymore. And some of those are not really the right reasons. Uh, so we can call those pitfalls, you know, but they, they are really in a, in a place right now where they have to think about something that's not naturally uh, on their minds. So because of that, uh, they might not be familiar with the different economic uh, nexus laws that various states have. You know, often uh, a, a merchant might just say, oh, you know, I'm in New York and my customers in New Jersey and that's all I have to worry about. And as we all know, the laws are far, far more complex than that. There's lots of different things that uh, the merchants have to consider. So we do pride ourselves on taking the pain out of out, and the headaches away from them. But they, if, if we aren't engaged with them or they're not engaged with a company like Avalara, they can find themselves in, in a heap of trouble real fast. Also, we, we try to, as we educate them on, on the changes of the laws, there are other things that they need to know, such as streamlined sales tax, or known as SST, which is basically a, a way that I think it was created back in 1999, where now it's up to, I think, 24 states that allow um, merchants to participate in the program. It, it sort of um, standardizes a lot of the, the laws in those states and make it easier for the merchants to do business. So that's something we are always educating our customers and, and prospects on. Uh, it's a, another way to remove uh, a pitfall, so to say. So that, those are sort of the things that come to my mind when you mention the word pitfall. Especially in e-commerce, you know, they're focused on delivering that great customer experience. And most of the time, that usually means the user experience, the messaging, the content, not to tax right. part of it. So right. they, they, they have a great product. They have a great website. They are doing something that in many cases is, is state of the art that they pride themselves on. And the laws changed. And all of a sudden, when, when their customers were used to going on their web store and not having to pay tax, you know, all of a sudden they have to. And nobody likes that, perhaps except companies like Avalara. But we are here and, and ready to just make their lives a little bit easier. In those cases, um, is there anything brands or retailers can do to prepare their customers when there are um, tax changes? Like you said, well, for the people I, that weren't used to paying tax before and now they do? I mean, look, the message has to be delivered and it's, it, it's not a pleasant message. So just, you know, setting the table, letting their customers know that uh, everything that they need to worry about is taken care of. We can't take the sting away of paying tax, but we can, you know, just make it easier and simpler for, for everybody. And, and that's really, you know, one of the main storylines that, that needs to be told. So if a company is using Avalara and they are very secure knowing that mistakes won't be made, they're going to be able to have tax calculated accurately, a company is going to be able to know their, their returns can be filed accurately and timely. I think right there that, 
that takes a lot of the pain away. How a merchant conveys that to their customers is, of course, their their prerogative of how they do it. Do they just want to respond to questions? Do they want to be proactive about it? I think often companies don't really want to focus on on something like sales tax because it sort of takes away from that pleasant buyer experience, if uh, if you know what I mean. Right. And and this is just a way to you know, make it easy and hopefully not having to have the merchants talk to the customers about it. So is there a cost benefit to automating tax compliance and why automation? Well, I think that we all know that salary labor is the most expensive cost line item for most companies. So if a company is not automating everything related to sales tax, you know, collection, calculation, uh, filing returns, then some human being is doing it. And typically for a company that's growing, they're typically doing business in multiple states. For one or even several people at a company who are tasked with staying on top of all the law changes, spending time on the calculations and on filing returns, that's taking them away from something that they could be doing that's usually more productive and revenue generating for a company. So, you know, we, we have all sorts of uh, ROI calculations and we can show that automating uh, sale, the whole sales tax process with a product like Avalara, uh, our Avatax engine, makes perfect sense. You know, we, we, can, we can show that this is just, you know, it's good business and it's scalable. As a company grows, and they start doing business in, you know, more than just a handful of states, they don't have to change anything. They're already doing business with a company that knows how to scale and knows how to handle any new requirement that they have. And the the other reason, which is also really important, is nothing then is subject to human error, right? When uh, tax is calculated and returns are filed by, by a human being, there can be errors. There can be mistakes that cause sales tax audits, penalties, interest, things that that nobody wants to think about. And it's certainly not a pleasant experience for anybody. So I think those factors alone usually make the purchase of Avalara by an e-com merchant, you know, a no-brainer. Right. So it streamlines the process for the merchant, but then also make sure there's no disruption from the customer's perspective either. And yes, and eliminates human error that can cause other problems just because right. of mistakes. Yep. What do you see as the most common objection from remote sellers for automating their tax compliance strategy? So usually when a company is faced with this decision and they are either getting pressure to automate or, or they are thinking themselves that, hey, this might be the right time, the, the most obvious objection is going to be cost. Instead of, you know, at most businessmen, in my experience, they will make the mistake of looking at a situation, looking at a price tag of what a solution might be to fix a, a certain situation they find themselves in, and not really looking at the, the benefits, not looking at the return. You know, if, if a businesswoman is thinking about all the new things she can be doing for her business, and all of a sudden, she says, oh my gosh, I have to spend X thousand dollars to just do something that's not going to create revenue for me. Well, you know, our response to that is, hey, you know, business is, is all about profitability. And profitability is 
you know, the, the difference between revenue and costs. So if we can help you over time reduce your costs and, and use your resources to generate revenue and create mistakes that also could cost you money, then we can show that the cost of Avalara turns into the investment in Avalara. And, right. and we shift the whole mindset from cost to investment. And I think that's, you know, that's true of many kinds of sales, but in something that's moving as quickly as the uh, sales tax world, it, it's just something that we can unburden them with, right? So, but it is an objection, you know, cost for many small and medium-sized business owners is an objection. And, and I think we have proven successfully that we can, we can counter their objections to a price tag with all sorts of reasonable explanations and focus on the benefits. Exactly. Like you said, there's that human error element. If you don't have a tax automation, that could really cost you more in the end. Exactly. You know, just one little tangent I'll go on. For a while, I, I was um, running a managed services provider in the IT world. And so many companies just weren't virtualized. They weren't doing anything to protect themselves in, in case of a disaster. And here in the Northeast where I live, we had Hurricane Sandy hit, and all of a sudden, these companies that were virtualized and had good backups and, and other locations with their data, they were up and running in 24 hours, and the companies that didn't pull the trigger were out of business for months at a time. So that kind of tactic in the world of sales tax, you know, and the analogy is really a terrible sales tax audit just because of a mistake, that resonates with business owners. That, that's the kind of thing that I can personalize and, and explain well, and all of a sudden they're, they're nodding their heads and saying, yeah, I get that. Once someone decides to pull the trigger and choose Avalara, is the implementation process pretty simple? It is. We offer um, four kinds of, of go-live processes, ranging from very automated to you know, very hands-on with a consultant. And depending on the customer and their level of complexity, we try to keep the cost as low as possible and the process as simple as possible. And the, the salesperson will work with, with the company in, in sort of laying that out. We take a look at what resources the client company uh, brings to the table. And so we will come up with the best way and hopefully the simplest way uh, to take them live on, on, on our solution. What's the latest legislation when it comes to tax and how is e-commerce affected? Well, it, it, like I said, it's so fast moving and there are, there are many things that we try to focus on. I, mean, I know the Wayfair ruling, that, that's going to affect August 1st for some states, is that correct? Yes, every month there are new states that, that come online and there are some, I think, I think October 1st, there are some new sales tax collection requirements for remote sellers. And I think it's in more than a dozen states. Some of the bigger ones, you know, like Texas, I think Arizona, uh, Massachusetts, Minnesota, they're all having some tax law changes that take effect October 1st. So a lot of ways that we recommend uh, our, our customers and prospects to sort of keep their eyes open and focus on is we've got all sorts of, of ways to help them. 
we have tools that will show them which states they're getting close to having economic nexus in, which states they really don't have a problem at the current moment, and which states, you know, they already have nexus, and if they haven't acted, they, they need to. So we, we, are, uh, we just pride ourselves on the constant and current communication of all the law changes. What tips do you have for e-commerce sellers that don't have a tax person on board? <laughs> well, I think that's a pretty easy one considering the company I work for. You know, Avalara says, hey, automate it. If that's the way to do it. You know, if you're doing this manually, you're wasting money, you're subjecting yourself to exposure, human error, sales tax audit risks, including interest and penalties. And if you automate it with Avalara, we're going to just unburden you with that and let you sleep easier at night. What are the risks to an organization using tax tables in the platform? And before um, you answer, can you also explain what tax tables are? Yes, tax tables are the old school way of calculating what, what tax is owed, when it's due, you know, where it's due. So really it's the out of date manual way of dealing with sales tax liabilities and compliance and it, it really is um, not, not only is it not in vogue or, or state of the art, it's putting your business at risk, you know? And so it's the same thing we've been talking about here this morning is really just, hey, automate it and take all these risks away and have accurate information, timely filings and, and done in a seamless way where no employee of yours has to worry about it. And you as a business owner, don't have the exposure that you currently have if you're not automating your sales tax compliance. That's my message talking about the risks. Uh, you mentioned earlier uh, one of Avalara's features called Avatax. Can you dive into that a little bit more? So Avatax is just this giant tax calculation engine that takes all of the products and services that our customers are using and selling to their customers and it is automatically calculating the tax in, in one place and seamlessly sending that information to the web store so the tax is right there you know when the customer checks out of the store so it's from the customer's point of view the end user uh, the customer of the merchant it's it's seamless we're also used to things happening so quickly but there actually is magic behind that when you have a whole you know, set of items in the shopping cart, the, the tax has to be calculated accurately, quickly, and, and you want the customer to have as good of an experience as they got while they were browsing on, on a merchant's website. Our Avatax engine takes all of those codes and calculates the tax. And, right, so and that's really what Avatax is all about. So it's instantaneous from the customer's perspective. Absolutely. Great. If someone, if a merchant's going through a replatform, when should they start thinking about um, a tax automation platform or software? So if they're going through a replatform, and that's even if they've, if they've had a manual process and they're automating with Avalara, in, in most cases, you know, there's all sorts of sizes of projects, but, you know, six to nine months is really a good time frame to start thinking about things. You know, you don't want to do it in less than that because there's many things to consider. Uh, there's changes that are going to take place just by replatforming 
And sales tax, again, is just one of those items. And often, you know, we find that we're not brought in early enough. You know, a, a, a project manager might be going through uh, many steps of, of a project and sales tax automation is not one of the first things on their mind. Of course, we preach that it should be. So the more we get that word out and encourage our customers and prospects to think about this sooner rather than later, the better. Is there anything else you'd like to mention before we wrap up? No, I just, um, I want to say that we have a, a great team here at Avalara. We are constantly improving our product, our consultants and various sales team members and partner focused folks are ready and able to help any e-com merchant with their decision-making, with their stresses, hopefully taking those away and walking them through a process simply so they have understanding and can see their way to being in, in the 21st century and complying with, with Wayfair and all the, the changing state rules without having to you know, do a lot of thinking about it. So that's, that's my closing thought for you, Shannon. Great. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. I appreciate you joining us today and talking about sales tax with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And for those of you listening, you can listen to all of our podcast episodes on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, really anywhere um, you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us. Until next time.